everyone welcome to the Forbes India cover story podcast series in association with the indicas.com my name is abhishek this issue is one of the more popular ones and the flagship property of forbes it's the rich list special and joining me on the call is forbes india's editor shaurav mujumdar hi shaurav da hi hi abhishek great to be with you again thanks a lot uh, sir to start with uh, why is this issue more popular than others given that you have to read about other people's fortunes which need not always be encouraging when you compare it with your own fortune for instance Well that's an interesting question Abhishek but uh, you know as it happens the Forbes India rich list special issue has always been a pretty iconic issue uh, in the Forbes uh, India stable Forbes India and Forbes as a brand is much about lists in the sense that we have a lot of iconic and uh, definitive lists across uh, the spectrum uh, but the India rich list is about the 100 richest Indians and to answer your question about you know how it makes you feel vis-a-vis your own wealth I think it's uh, not so much as in comparison with your own wealth as it is about following how these iconic or these 100 wealthiest made it to where they are. Uh, I think it's about uh, understanding their life stories, understanding how they actually created the wealth not just for themselves but also created wealth for their shareholders, for their employees and uh, for stakeholders at large. So I think uh, there's a lot of success stories hidden in these 100 stories. and each one is uh, pretty interesting in itself so i think um, you know whether it is the short profiles we carry or the longer detailed stories on, uh, on many of these i think it's always interesting to the reader and that's why it's one of uh, uh, the most looked forward to issues and the clearly the biggest for us right and for the last couple of years or so the economy has been doing much better when you compare it to uh, what happened in britain the brexit the american elections around the corner with not knowing where that going to swing then sluggish growth overall uh, out in europe when you contrast that the indian economy doing well the companies doing well and hence their bosses also uh, gaining in return yes absolutely and i think uh, the interesting point is that while last year the total aggregate wealth of the 100 was relatively flat vis-a-vis the year before at uh, you know about uh, 200 and uh, 345 billion this year it is up another 10% at 381 billion pretty much in line with how the markets have moved over the last one year which shows that indian enterprise indian entrepreneurial energies are pretty much alive and kicking this is the year in which the cut off which is the entry level to the hunt to make it to the 100 lead riches has hit a rich hit a record high of 101.25 billion dollars and uh, this was last year the cut off was 1.1 billion and in fact the year before which is 2014 it was the first time the 100 were all billionaires so that was the first time the minimum cut off was 1 billion dollars but ever since it's been growing and this year it's been the record high of 1.25 billion which shows how interesting indian entrepreneurial story has been one example to illustrate your point is that of kushal pad singh whose wealth rose by 84% in one year from 2.6 billion to 4.8 billion dollars because the real estate industry as such has done well vikas obroy is another case in point about whom you write at length the real estate sector in in the sense has not been that great but kushal pad singh story is more a result of people uh, being pretty excited about the fact that he might sell his stake in the real, uh, you know in the rental arm and i think that has caused his uh, you know wealth to go up substantially and yes like you rightly said he is the highest wealth gainer in percentage terms uh, gaining 84.6% over the previous year and let me i add ajay piramal is a close second at 80.6% and ajay piramal as you know is is quite a, is an amazing uh, uh, you know investor uh, entrepreneur industrialist in himself 
and uh, he has now expanded his empire to include uh, even the Shriram group, which he is the chairman of. You know, the, I must say that because of the cutoff going higher this year to a record high, uh, the newcomers were uh, at six only. So there were six newcomers this year. There were eight returnees. So talking about returnees, those who came back to the list, uh, like Mr. Oberoi, he has come back to the list after dropping out uh, the last year. One of the key names who have come back again is Kiran Mazumdar Shaw. Hers is another brilliant story of how she's made a fascinating comeback through Sinjin and Biocon. So Biocon and Sinjin, which is the newly listed arm of her uh, group, which is again a fantastic story and has added a lot to her wealth and has led to her coming back into the list in a major way. Uh, there are two very interesting aspects to this list. One is the dropping out, of course, of the e-commerce billionaires of last year. Uh, which is uh, the, the Flipkart founders Sachin and Vinny Bansal. And we had mentioned last year that we'll have to see whether this is just a one-off case or whether they can sustain this, uh, this surge. And uh, as you know, and as we have been also talking about in Forbes India over the last many issues, there is a reality check of sorts in, in, the, uh, in the e-commerce sector. But that's not to say that uh, the newer faces or newer exciting ventures are not coming into the list and taking their claim among the 100 wealthiest. As you will see, Divyank and uh, Bhavin Turakya are the two very exciting new tech entrepreneurs who come in, uh, in this year. And of course, the very, very interesting phenomenon of Patanjali. I was about to get there, incidentally. Yes, Acharya Balakrishna, he's, he's at rank 48. That might be one of the biggest leaps. I think he wasn't around in, the, in last yeah, year's list. You right? can imagine, uh, he's, a, he's making his debut well first time and uh, come into the top 50. So uh, that's been a fa absolutely exciting and you know fascinating story of Patanjali Ayurved, and uh, which is I must say caught the imagination of a lot of uh, people across the country how he's been able to do it. And Acharya Balakrishna therefore uh, ranks at number 48 this year on debut. There are very interesting names. There are very interesting people coming in and takeaways from that list. And uh, you know just like Indian entrepreneurship. There's a lot of action, a lot of churn, so it's a very exciting issue to look forward to. The number one name doesn't seem to change as much, does it? Except that maybe you will start calling him oil, gas and telecoms tycoon from next year on perhaps. And not yes, just an oil uh, and gas tycoon. You're, you're right. Uh, Mukesh Ambani continues for the ninth successive time to be on the top of the list. And uh, his wealth is actually up at uh, $22.7 billion. He's added just an, um, uh, one more exciting uh, part to his portfolio by way of the, the geo phenomenon. It can only get better, I think, for uh, you know from him from his point of view. At the top of the list, I must tell you, uh, the top ten have uh, not you know really moved very much within a few inter say changes here and there within the top ten. But the composition of the top ten uh, remains more or less uh, the same. But if you dig a little deeper, you will find the wealth of the top five at 83.7 billion dollars. And the top 50 contributing 78% of the total wealth. Even if you dig one layer below that, you will figure out that the wealth of the top 20, which used to account for as much as 70% of the total in 2009, is now down to 52% of the total. There's a very major uh, signal there, meaning that the distribution of wealth is becoming more widespread across the list. It's not just you know concentrated at the top of the heap but it's distributed and more and more people are making more and more money across the list, not just at the top. It's hard to break through in the top 100 when you say there are just six newcomers, but from your perspective in terms of counting the cash, 
how easy or difficult is it? Just take us in your you know shoes or in in, in those rooms wherein this research happens. Uh, uh, sort of the what's the drill like? This is a this is a Forbes list, uh, you know, and there's a whole team of Forbes people who actually do the entire uh, number crunching and getting to uh, in touch with them, and then we they they share that entire uh, data with us. And then we dig deeper into it and figure out uh, bits and nuggets of that from that list. And then, of course, uh, profile various uh, people from within that list uh, who of that particular year look look very interesting. So this year, like I said, we've got detailed profiles of a number of people. Among them, Ajay Piramal, we have Kiran Mazumdar Shaw, Azim Pianji, of course. And uh, Vikas Oberoi, we have a very interesting interview with uh, Mr. Narayana Murthy, who talks about entrepreneurship. So I think I think uh, it's been it's a very interesting package. But uh, I must also add uh, uh, here, um, Abhishek, that towards the end of the book, it's not all serious uh, number crunching which is there in this issue. There's a lot of interesting nuggets at the end of the book, uh, which talks about their Twitter persona, for instance, some of the very interesting uh, Twitter uh, engagements which these. Uh, billionaires have had who are the most followed what are their tweets etc then there is a peek into their uh, albums their personal albums and i can tell readers that you have not seen these billionaires like we have shown them in this issue ever before you know so i, I can briefly say that because some of those rare pictures uh, they have shared only with forbes india this is something which i'm sure our readers will love then of course there is the the grooming and style special section which we talk about and every year that's a very popular section where uh, we take them through the latest style fa and fashion uh, sort of trends which the billionaires can adopt or can adopt uh, and take from. So uh, it's, it's a very interesting and a very um, absorbing mix, if, even though I say it, they say so much. Uh, no, I'm, I'm sure the readers will discover it themselves when they pick this uh, issue up. You can comment on this podcast on Forbes India. Let us know how that went. Uh, Sharada, on that note, it's time to wrap up. Thanks a lot for your time. Welcome and thanks for having me. And all you listeners get this podcast on Forbes India on iTunes and to have someone call you for a Forbes India subscription, just message Forbes to 51818.